Welcome back to the Fourth Way Podcast. We are continuing our discussion today on abortion by taking a look at the argument of patriarchal bias. The argument of patriarchal bias is going to say that men have a vested interest in women having children. And the argument says that men can't understand and therefore argue because we aren't women. We have this, this patriarchal bias that makes us want to control the choices of women. Um, and from a standpoint which doesn't understand women because men aren't women. As a man who understands how men misunderstand women, I want to go ahead and take a, a stab at this. Why is the argument trying to uh, undercut uh, uh, the anti-abortion argument from patriarchal bias? Why is this problematic? First of all, we'll just get this one out of the way, but, but one major problem is that there are a lot of women who argue against abortion too, so you can't just say that because men argue for abortion um, or against abortion that you discredit it. And there are also a lot of men who argue um, for abortion, and women love uh, pro-abortion advocates love to take on men's voices there. So first of all, it's it's a wash. It just doesn't doesn't work out. Let's get on into the meat then. Like, what's what's uh, what are the bigger arguments against this patriarchal bias? First, it takes an archaic view of men's interests. Like, do you really want to say that men have a vested interest in women's choice because men want women to have kids? I mean, I'm sure there are some men somewhere, and maybe maybe in other countries more so, who want women to have their children, but. It actually, it almost seems like this shoots yourself in the foot here if you're you're pro-abortion because men's interests, by and large, at least in the West, are for women to not have children so they don't have to pay child support. People don't want to be encumbered by kids and don't want to have to pay for them. So if anything, men who argue for abortion have more of a vested interest in in forcing women to have abortions or encouraging them to do so. The last I checked, and I'll... I'll uh, try to remember to put links down below, but um, over 85% of abortions were from unmarried women, women without a committed man in their lives, and over 50% of those unmarried um, or not cohabitating. So over 50% of people who had abortions were, it was basically with like a boyfriend, somebody who's not committed to them. And you know, not committed means they probably don't want to be tied down by kids because they're not committed yet. Um, so vested interest. It seems like over 50% at least would have a vested interest in the woman not having the kid. Unless it's the rare exception of, you know, that one man who wants the kid to bring them together so he can be committed because it's the woman not wanting to be committed. But I mean, overall... Clearly, guys, most guys don't want to play, pay child support and have the added responsibility and pressure. Uh, they, they pressure women to get abortions. Much more, I would guess, than they, they pressure women not to get abortions. Point number uh, three. You know, the wealthy majority actually has a vested interest in promoting abortion. Because abortion helps to maintain status, as abortion mostly affects minorities and lower classes. 
abortion potentially also helps to decrease crime, as the Freakonomic guys uh, show a correlation there. We don't know if that's true, but if, if there's any vested interest in, uh, in the majority of, of people, especially the people with power, it would be to promote abortion. Most people in power are wealthy men. That's uh, changing, thank goodness. But most people are in power with wealth are wealthy men. And so the vested interest there is to uh, keep minorities and crime and other things down. Point number four. You know, men do have a health interest in legalizing abortion. Besides not wanting to pay child support, men have a health interest in legalizing abortion. We've got uh, this thing called embryonic stem cell research, which has huge potential, huge potential for resolving a lot of issues like, I mean, spinal cord injuries, fixing those. Um, you see Michael J. Fox talking about Parkinson's and the potential of stem cells to fix that. Um, and, and if you look, men have statistically worse health, more diseases, more genetic disorders, and they die earlier. Viewing the unborn as disposable allows stem cell research to advance and actually, statistically, would help men far more than it would help women. So yeah, men do have an interest, but this is the, the second interest that we've seen, which is actually for their interest to be in the dehumanization of infants and embryos. Fifth, we recognize the importance of non-interested classes speaking out. Right? Our, our world recognizes that all the time. Um, free white abolitionists were helpful in freeing slaves, and citizens were vital in calling out our country's mistreatment of non-citizen immigrants. Abraham Lincoln was white, and he was pretty helpful in freeing slaves. Um, oh, who's that guy from England or Britain? Um, Newton, John Newton, um, and... No, no, no. Uh, Wilberforce, that's it. Wilberforce was influential in uh, stopping slavery in Great Britain. Um, and then we have non-immigrant uh, American citizens who are calling on our government to stop mistreating non-citizen immigrants. Like We recognize the importance of non-interested classes speaking out because interested classes tend to have um, more more um, motivation to take advantage of people. So it's important to see that, that all parties need to be a part of the discussion, especially parties that might not be as affected because they also will likely have less bias. So as a man who is uh, anti-abortion, I, if I had a girlfriend, I'm married, but if I had a girlfriend and got her pregnant, then, or if my wife and I had a um, a child that we weren't planning on, and economically that would hurt, financially that would hurt us, then we would have that child. I'd I'd be bound to that. And at the same time, if uh, if I end up coming with up with Parkinson's or something like that, I would not advocate embryonic stem cell research. So my my lack of interest in manipulating embryos and fetuses for my well-being actually gives me a very strong voice because because the people who want to have abortions or or allow those things 
many of them do have a vested interest because they wouldn't want their girlfriend to, to have a kid or because they wouldn't want their baby to ruin their career or um, lower their where they have to spend their money, uh, lower their finances, I mean, all sorts of things. So non-interested parties are, are extremely important in discussions because they're generally the parties that are able to recognize human value apart from from bias, as much bias. And yeah, that's that's valuable, and we recognize it all over the place. Finally, point number six, even if we take all of these things into account, abortion doesn't protect women like people want to say that it does. You just look at the statistics, especially not as much in the West, um, even though it does exist in, in certain places in the West, um, but you look at a lot of countries, and there are these things called sex-selective abortions, and that's a huge problem. And who's killed the most in sex-selective abortions? Women. Women uh, are killed as embryos and fetuses in much, much higher numbers than boy babies are killed in, in abortions. You can see this very clearly in places like, like Pakistan, or uh, um, I think China, but even in Western countries like the UK, we see this going on. Women are actually the ones who get the short end of the stick in, uh, in abortions not only because they're the ones killed in the majority of abortions, but because they're pressured by uh, boyfriends in much larger numbers to, uh, to abort than they are to keep. So, hopefully you find that uh, enlightening if you can stand it coming from a man. And um, I guess that's all for now. So peace, because I'm a pacifist, and I say it, I mean it.